Hey everybody, the podcast is taking a break until the fall, but don't despair. We still have content for you. We're going to be releasing a podcast version of our successful YouTube video series with Belinda Livesey, a designer who has her own studio and is trying to level up. Over the course of eight episodes, we're going to be talking about a ton of topics that are going to help you get your business where you want it to be. And while you're listening to those, we'll be hard at work the next season of the future podcast. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. This is another episode of The Process. And of course, of course, we have Melinda back. Melinda, what are we gonna talk about today? Well, today I, I don't really know how to phrase my question, but I want to know how to level up my process. So on onboarding clients and giving them the experience that they most likely expect when they see the work now that I've updated, I have a better presentation. So how do I level up that process to match? And why are you feeling like you need to level that up? I feel that my current process is really good for branding and me being a one-man show, but as I grow and want to bring in other creatives with specialties, say as web design or maybe even video animation, um, I don't know how to, to bring those people in with my current process. Okay, great. Let's dive into this. Um, tell me about why you feel compelled to update your process. Now you're going through a transition, right? Mm -hmm. Where you used to do all the work yourself. Many people would refer to that as being a solopreneur. This is you, you do all the work, you do all the client management, you do sales and marketing, you do your social media, you actually do the work. Okay, things are changing, you're getting busier. Mm -hmm. So tell me about how things are changing and how you're going to work in the future and then we can look at your process. So I'm getting more inquiries now. And Yay, congratulations. Uh, so example, one client came to me and in the initial call we discovered that they do need branding and they also need a website. And so that's something I want to offer and I have never done that before. And I, I kind of fumbled as in I didn't know how to adjust my current process that I have to expand to that. What do you mean you fumbled? Like when you talked to the client? I didn't know the questions to ask that I need to know to um, to do a project bigger than what I've done before or yeah. handled before. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know the questions to ask. Um, I didn't know what type of process I should have or if there was an easier way than how I go about things. Because I ask very specific questions usually um, because it's geared towards brand identity. And so I don't have a general list of questions to ask um, when it's to do with more than just brand identity, very narrow focus. Okay, so I heard you mention web. Yes. So web's fairly new for you, mm -hmm. even though you've done your own website. I had someone do my own website. You had somebody do it. Yep. Okay, so how did you work with those people? Um, I worked with them with their process. So they gave me either an initial call, just like I would do for someone with branding, right. they gave me a questionnaire. So they onboarded you mm -hmm. and you were fine with that process. Did you keep any of those documents or were you taking notes when they were onboarding you? I do have documents, yeah, I can look back at. But the other thing is I have been talking to a few different web designers and they each have a different process. Of course. And so I'm trying to think of a way that I could technically 
hire anyone and still use my same process and how I onboard someone instead of trying to alter it depending on what designer I work with. Okay, so are we going to just focus on doing digital web projects right now or what else well, are you Well, too, um, a lot of projects, so I have brand identity and a lot of those brand identity clients don't necessarily come with a lot of print work, but I'd like to also offer that. Like my clients that come in for separate print work, it's like we need a package for something or a layout for a book. Um, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, but I would like to have larger projects where I'm not just doing brand identity or just doing print, but everything together. So I'm trying to think of a system that would work for different types of projects, whether that be web, print, brand identity. Okay. The only thing that sounds different to me is the web. Your process is fine for anything print-related, packaging or identity design, correct? I feel like it still could be refined. Of course. Everything can be refined. Like a, a general way of onboarding a client or even in the, the initial call, like gathering the scope of work. Because I think I get okay. really deep into specifics of brand identity maybe too soon in the initial call. Whereas I'm not keeping an overview of okay, let's do this. everything they need. This is kind of abstract. Let's make it concrete. Mm -hmm. Let's do role play. Yay. Okay. I know you love role play. Oh. Not. <laughs> It'll be okay. It'll be all right. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be the client. Okay. You just you. Why is that it's always the hardest thing for me to be me? <laughs> you want to be the client? No, you're no, going to be I'll be me because I want to see how you do it, first of all. Okay. Okay, so how do people generally reach out to you as the first point of contact? Uh, through contacting me through my website normally, so email or my contact form. And then? And then I schedule a call. So it's going to be a call. Okay. I'm the client. I got, um, I saw that packaging you did. What's that the bottle thing? Cleankin. Cleankin. Okay, let me write that down so I remember. I just want to set the stage. And if you haven't done so, this would be a great time for you to go to Melinda's website, and that's marksandmaker.com. M-A-R-K-S and andmaker.com. Go to work. Scroll down about two or three projects in. Clean can look that up. That's a context. I'm going to pretend like I just saw that as a client and I'm reaching out and we're going to talk, okay? Ring, ring. Hi. Uh, so let's talk about your, uh, your goal and what you contacted me for. Um, this is also... Can we break really quick? We just started we the have scene. To break. We have to break. All right. Because that's another thing where I'm trying to, my, it's, it's, everything I feel is very messy and very fuzzy. You know what? I want it to be messy. I want it to be dirty. I want it well, to be. Well, because now I'm switching. I need to, to see how you do it. Problems. I need to see how you do it. Forget about that. Okay, fine. Just do it the way you do it. Like if literally somebody called you today and we're doing this whole process, just take me through how you do it today. Okay. Don't get too fancy. All right. Hey, Melinda. Hey, Chris. Uh, I saw your, your project. Uh, the thing that you did for Clinkin, we love that. We need that. I'd like to talk to you about what you do. Okay. And we have some needs. All right. Can you tell me a little bit about your business and what you need and what your goal is? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm in the beverage space, and I think I need to rebrand 
I don't think what we did initially when we started the company is fresh. It doesn't feel modern and clean, and so we need to we need to rebrand. We need a new label. I don't want to change the bottle shape or anything like that. Too much money in the mold there, and that's that's what we need. And I think I think we need a website too. We we want to either reskin or do something so that it's consistent. So we're not just going to come out with a new label and logo, but it needs to feel the same when you go to our website. We're in Whole Foods right now, and, and they've, they've gone from putting us in 12 stores to rolling us out nationwide, so this is a good time for us. Okay, so um, you're, you're wanting to rebrand because you don't have, are you not reaching the people that you're your ideal client. Um, what's the issue that you're finding that you're well, not fresh you. and modern? Our, our thing looks dated and it was done kind of years ago and it, for not a lot of money. Okay. And it doesn't feel as good as what I think our product is. We make this incredible natural beverage that's got all this antioxidants in it. It just tastes wonderful and it's, it's a premium product. Okay. Um, so if we were to outline the scope of work for this project, you need a rebrand, um, an update on your packaging, keeping the existing bottle yep. that you have, mm -hmm. and a website. Yep. Okay. So, do you, you do you currently have a budget for this? I don't. You don't. No, I'm hoping we can afford you. Okay, so typically um, branding costs between eight and ten thousand, uh -huh. and the print will depend on um, how many different bottles that you need, or labels, or the complexity of the packaging. But that does start at five thousand, and the web. This is where I'm stuck. Same character. Okay, so and websites we start at fifteen thousand. Okay. So that sounds somewhere like uh, almost 30K. Mm -hmm. What do I get? What do you do? And why is the brain, the redesigning our logo so expensive? Like, what do I get for that? Uh, you get, so you'll get a logo, the secondary logo. Um, What's really the secondary logo? The secondary logo is, um, a, it is a, Wow. Um, so you need to use a, your logo in different situations. So you're not only going to need your primary logo that's stacked, maybe vertical. You need a different. Oh, so it's just the same logo, logo, but it's just reconfigured differently. Yes. Um, but the rebrand is the face of your business. So if you want that fresh and modern and clean look that you're you're going for, we're going to have to do a lot of research and. Um, you know, research on your target market, and I'm so stuck right now. How, just, let's just take a minute. Yeah. How do you feel right now? I feel lost. You feel lost? This is not normally, though, how client conversations go. They go a lot smoother than this. So you're saying that on camera, this is much worse or? Yes, or? much worse. Like you, when I'm in a client conversation, it does go a lot smoother than this. Am I making it less smooth? It's not you. I, I don't know if it's, it's just the, the situation, maybe. Pretend they're not here. That is so easier said than done. But you're a veteran now. This is, 
<laughs> I forgot to say we're on episode seven. I think are we on episode seven? Yeah, we're on episode seven. Okay. The reason why I asked you this, and, and the internet's gonna beat me up. They're like, "Why is Chris such a jerk? Why is he such a mean person?" I noticed there's a little facial tick that you're getting right now. I'm like looking at you. I'm studying you, and when we're on the phone, we can't do that. But I notice like your 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 cheek is like just oscillating a little bit. Mm-hmm. Are you tensing up? Yeah. Okay. Let's take a deep breath. I'm just another guy. You're not phone. another guy, Chris. There are no cameras here. So far, I think I've been very nice. I'm not even a hostile Chris just yet. I'm just being a good client, I think. Yeah, you... I haven't challenged you on anything. I'm just asking questions, okay? So let's get back into it. Let's smooth it back out. And then I'm going to talk to you a little bit about why you're nervous, the anxiety, whatever it is you're feeling. Um, that's exclusive of the cameras and being on under the lights, okay? Let's mm-hmm. just keep going. Okay. Okay? All right. Uh, I think where we picked up or where we left off was you kind of explaining your research process. A lot of research has to be done. Right. Go on. What do I get for that $10,000? You get a whole new face of your brand. Thank you, but what is that? I, I think that's a logo, is that right? Yes, but what, what that is meant to do is to meet that goal of being the fresh and modern and updated version of your business. What if I asked you if I wanted to be crusty, old, and would that make the price go down? <laughs> do the words fresh and modern make the price go up? But that is you, that's your goal, correct? Yeah, I'm just asking a question. <laughs> I think I just slipped into being a jerk. Well, if, that, if that was your goal, we yeah. would get you there, but it's. No it's matter still what cost. my goal is, no matter it's still what your goal it. is, because we are going to get you. I see, because you kept using your goal, goal was to be fresh and modern. I thought if I was crusty and crabby, then it no, would be No, it's, it's not dependent on what okay. the goal is, it's just whatever it is, okay. we will get you there. All right. Do you typically charge your clients this much money? Is that a lot for you? It sounds like a lot, like 10,000 bucks. I keep thinking like that sounds like a, lo- like a lot. And then I think of the, the label itself being much more complicated with typography and all this stuff. That, that would be more than the logo, but the way you have it, it's like the opposite where the logo I'm gonna pay twice as much as the, the label itself, which is what most people are gonna see. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the rebrand is going to inform the print design. And so the bulk of everything is done in the rebrand. So let me just get this clear. What is the rebrand again? Like, what do I get? Like, what are the tangible deliverables I get for the rebrand? You get the primary logo, the secondary logo, patterns, if we end up doing patterns, the color palette, and the typography, or typefaces. Okay. And then that will tell you the rest? That will be the framework that we need to inform the design of everything else. What if I need to like do a brochure? Like, how would I be able to use that to inform the brochure design? So that would be the basis and the framework. And if you need something like a style guide in how to flesh out actually using each of those elements, then we could also offer that. But if you use me, then I can go off of the what I call a one-page style sheet that I offer with the rebrand currently. Oh, so does the rebrand come with the one? Yes, which includes oh, okay. all of those oh, elements. Oh, that, that helps that, me understand a little bit yes. better. Okay. I want, so you'll put some images together. Is that like a mood board or something like that? You'll also get suggested photography, yes. Oh, okay. Mood. It sounds like the what you do is actually more than what you said. This is, I'm feeling a little bit better about that now. 
Okay. And then the website, 15,000 bucks, you can do it? That's starting at, it depends on the complexity of the project. Okay, can you tell me some things that I need to know? I don't want to make it overly complex. Do you, well, do you need any special features? Um, anything like appointment booking, calendar? No, no. What type of website are you needing? Is it, are you e-commerce? Are you no. selling anything on it? No. So what's your goal for the website? The goal is so that our customers who see us on the shelf and they want to look us up, they can see who we are, our values, our philosophy. And so the is it just... The people behind the team, where we source our ingredients from, some beautiful product photography, that kind of stuff. So is it just to, is it to persuade your client to buy your product? Is it to just inform them? I think it's just mostly to inform them. To inform. Okay, so then there's no special features or... Yeah, I don't, I don't think there are any special features, but I don't know what special is. Okay. So this is as far as I've gotten with, can we, can we break one more time? Can we pause? <laughs> well, yes, we can. Okay. So this is where I fumble and that I don't know how I can define the scope of work for the rebrand and what's included in that. Okay. The print yeah. is difficult to understand the scope of work. Like if you, you had a bottle that you want to redo, so are there different SKUs? Are there different designs? Right. So how, I guess how much am I asking in that initial call? Am I asking all those specific questions? That's what, should I be asking those specific questions? I don't know. Isn't that what you're here for? Yeah, <laughs> I'm here for something. <laughs> Keep the seat warm. Okay, we're, we're just breaking the scene, but let's get back into the scene. I'm not going to give you any answers just yet. I thought you were going to break scene and just tell <laughs> okay. me what you're thinking. Okay. And then we're going to go back into it. Because okay. I don't want it to change the course of the, the final parts of your conversation. Let's close out this call. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to turn it back to you. Go ahead. Okay. So um, is there anything else that you're going to be needing beyond the rebrand, the print, and the web? No, I don't think so. And how many different designs will you need for the print? What do you mean, how many different designs? Do you only have one product? No. One product line? It's like we have six different flavors. You have six different flavors. And do they all, you just need labels for them? Or what specifically do you need designed for those? Uh, I need different labels for them. And if you want to, you can change the color of the cap. Okay. But we don't want to change anything else because it's, it's going to be too expensive. And then for the website, are you thinking between three and five pages? Or no, you, you probably it? just need to go on our site and look at it. Okay. So just a refresh of what you currently have on your site. I think so. Do you need any new content or images? I don't know. That's up to you. Okay. Well, I can write up a proposal and send that to you by next week. Lovely. How does that sound? Sounds great. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. What do you want to say? Critique yourself. Oh gosh. Say whatever you want. So Just say hard. the top three things. It's so hard. No, it's it's hard to critique myself. Is it? Yeah. Why? Because when I'm in the moment, I'm not always like viewing myself third person. Really? You, know? you got to develop that skill. I know. That's what my golf teacher tells me to. Yeah. But Seeing yourself in the third person is a very valuable skill while you're in the moment. 
and not only seeing yourself, but reading the situation in the room. Like notice that like I'm here, I'm thinking about what you're saying, but I'm also reading your face the entire time. I'm trying to pick up any change in your body posture, if your jaw's clenching, if that cheek is moving, or your sometimes you flutter your eyes at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. So they all mean different things. Now, they might mean, the same action could mean different things to different people. Meaning like you flutter your eyes because you're searching for words. Somebody else could be fluttering their eyes because they're lying. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm not like um, the CIA lie detector guy. That's not me. But I'm just reading to see like what you're struggling with. So if I say a price and I see your little reaction from you, I'm exaggerating there, of course. Mm -hmm. Then I say, oh, she's not comfortable with that, even though she said it was okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so do your best. Replay the conversation in your mind. and Give me top three things that were things that you did well or things that you're like, oh, I, I could do better. Like, I shouldn't have said this or, you know, play that back in your mind. It, it explaining what I offer and what's included usually comes away easier than it does did right now. Um, but explaining something that I already have done uh, is usually easier. It was not now at all. Because of the cameras? Yeah. Okay. And you, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Fine. Uh, so, yes, yeah, like, and fluttering my eyes, definitely searching for what I want to say um, and drawing on previous experiences. I think, too, I felt nervous because I haven't had a project like this that has panned out. And so, usually, when I approach something, I approach it with my previous knowledge and experience. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't have that. And so, to try to apply you're, you're, all that You're looking for step, something to grab onto, yeah, and you got nothing. Yeah, and yeah. I've got nothing. So, okay. that's where I'm trying to search for how to handle the situation. I'm like, well, I've never been in that situation before, so I don't have anything to reference or pull okay. from. Okay. I'm going to give you a bunch of techniques. Okay. I'm also going to break you down in a second. Go I'm just, for it. But I like for somebody to look at their own work and say, oh, I should make the logo a little bit bigger. I did it. Then I know they're making progress and they could see themselves in an objective way. And then when I give them the answer, then you can compare like, oh, I saw this and Chris saw that. So then the more what you say is like me, then you've learned what it is that I want to teach you. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying what it is I'm saying is right, it's just what I want to teach you, okay? That's why I want you to take a moment to reflect and say, because then as soon as I start saying things, this happens a lot to me in class. Students are afraid to, oh, well, should we do this, should we do that? And they just don't want to say anything. And then I say, why don't we move this? And then here's your idea. And then people are like, oh, that's, and then there's one student in the back who will say, I had that idea. Well, you didn't, because you didn't say anything. If you don't, how do I know? Everybody can say it after the fact. They can say it after the fact. So here we go, let's break it down. I did get the sense that you're a little tight. Mm -hmm. And when we're working with somebody uh, over the phone, it's important to project enthusiasm and positivity. Now, I'm a character. I can go crazy and I can be super enthusiastic or I can just be super chill like a robot. I get that your, your range is a little less, like a little more compressed than mine, but I'd like to see you push it up in terms of the positivity. So that's one thing because it's, I describe it to people before, it's almost like I'm flirting with you. I want you to feel good. It's like, and what is flirting? A lot of people assume flirting is, it has like some kind of uh, sexual innuendo and it's not. It's about paying a compliment to somebody, making them feel good about themselves. 
That's how I see flirting. I have no intentions to do it. Like some of the clients I flirt with are men. I just want them to feel good about the process of working with us, that I don't take things too seriously, and we're gonna have a good time working on the project together. I want them to see into the future a positive working relationship because they have things, uh, they have options other than working with us. And I want them to imagine working with us and with me and the team is gonna be better than everybody else because most of the time we're the highest bid. I already know that going in. So I'm not gonna win it on price, I have to win it on something else. You can call it charm, you can call it being present or being really engaged or empathetic, but I, I want some feeling there. So that's the first thing, that's a big one, okay? Some of the other things is I noticed that you got off the phone without saying back to the client, this is how much I'm going to charge, are you okay with that? And just confirming one more time. Mm. You told me your price, I had lots of questions, I thought it was expensive, but like I've said before, you don't want to be in the proposal building business because you get paid exactly zero dollars to build proposals. You're gonna go through and you think about it, you do milestones, you're gonna break down the project, and you're gonna comb all over their website, et cetera, et cetera. And for what? He's already decided, because he's embarrassed to tell you it's too much money. So I, I wanna be very clear about that, that if we go away and come back with a bid for these things in this price range, are you okay with that? And you have to ask it in a way that I can say no and not lose face and feel embarrassed. If you've ever been to a fancy shop, restaurant, um, clothing store, anything like that, and you know it's way out of your price point, you're not gonna blurt out like, I can't afford this, that's just what it, it takes me a month to, to save up that kind of money, right? Mm -hmm. So I wanna ask in a way that they can say no. Then I'm gonna solve the problem there or not do the proposal. Okay? Mm -hmm. Before we continue, here's John Roth. Heyo, John Roth here from the future. I'm here to tell you guys about the Pro Membership. A lot of you have been asking about how you can engage with us and where you can go to meet like-minded individuals. Well, I'm here to tell you how. For $75 a month with the Pro Membership, you can join Chris Doe's collective of creative entrepreneurs, which includes everyone from designers to strategists to writers and more from all over the world. Also included is over 40 hours of exclusive videos on a variety of topics, from the business of design to project management, and access to two pro calls a month, where you can have your questions answered by Chris live. All that and more in your pro membership for just $75 a month. Not afraid of commitment? Sign up for a year and save $150. The pro membership, exclusively in the online store. Go to thefuture.com slash shop for more. How did you read me as a client? Were you reading me? I think I'm reading you as Chris and not as a client. That's why it's so difficult. But Next time we're gonna put up a piece of phone cord <laughs> here between the two of us. Well, and it's funny that you mentioned that, to segue really quick, about the enthusiasm, because just recently one client had said to me, they said, we really wanna go with you because we felt validated and you're so enthusiastic about our project. So I'm just, Say this is not. A you're call. validating I'm trying, what I'm yes. saying. You're saying, Chris, with your 22 well, years of experience, you, yes, you might you're right, know what you're but that I'm about. not always. Right. I'm not saying up, you're not so. always. I'm just reading this situation right now. Correct. 
because obviously I'm not hanging out with you every day like, oh, Melinda, what are you doing on that call? Let me that listen in. That would be in. crazy. Right? Um, but reading you as a client, the questions, I think when I questioned, that's when I get hesitant because then I have to think of the response. The response. Okay. Yeah. So one of your jobs is to know what the objections are going to be before you get on the phone call with the client or prospect. You have to know because you have to know how you're going to respond. You know, over right. the years, you don't have to know anymore because you've, you've heard every objection and you know how to respond. You can watch a lot of our shows and we teach you how to respond to the objections and that's okay too. But until you're, you've got something on the line, when you're thinking about like how wonderful it would be to do this project that's going to be in Whole Foods, then your anxiety goes up because you want it even more. Okay? Mm -hmm. So what you're going to do, you're going to take a moment to try to say to yourself, in my life, I'm happy where I'm at right now. I don't need this client. And whatever they have to offer me would be nice, but it's not something I need right now. You have to take away all your expectations and you have to just put them into another box. Luckily for guys, I think we're good at putting things in boxes, like our emotions. So put it in a box and put it in the attic and never access it again. I got to fight with my dad. I'll put it in a box and put it back there too. And that's a little bit harder, I think, just genetically or not genetically, just how we're hardwired as male or female in terms of how we identify ourselves, that it becomes a little bit trickier. So I'm Mr. Box guy. There's a lot of boxes back there, and I'm afraid to go into the attic and open them up. Okay? So we just have to say, I don't need that, I don't want that. And I, they actually need me. Do you ever feel that way? Do I feel that way? Yeah. Yes. They need you, right? Yeah. Okay. How bad do they need you? Depends. They need you real bad. <laughs> They would be fools to work with anybody else but you. That's how I look at it. I mean, I'm not calling my clients fools, but I think, okay, if you want to work with the other subpar vendor, a person who doesn't bring all that I have to bring, if you want to do that, go ahead. Be my guest. And I feel, I've, I do feel that way as far as the, re, the branding goes. Yeah. It's when I'm introducing the newer things okay. that I don't feel that You know what that that's way. like then? Put the things you're confident about in a box. Put the things you're not confident about in a different box. Okay? Okay. Put the lid on that box. Speak about this box until you have to talk about that box. And then everybody's like, what are we talking about? Boxes? Are we moving? Did we turn to the storage <laughs> company? Just, just relax, guys. There, there's a method here, and I want to teach it to you. Or I want to explain how I do it. I shouldn't say teach it to you. Like, sounds kind of presumptive, isn't it? Okay, whatever. So I noticed a lot of different things. I noticed that you said things that maybe you weren't sure that you should say. Mm -hmm. Like the price didn't feel comfortable to you. And then when I asked what it was that entail, it's like you were like ice skating and slipping on the ice, right? Mm -hmm. And even the most simplest thing is your term. What, what's a secondary logo? I've never even heard of that term before. So I just wanted an explanation and you were all over the place. Mm -hmm. Those things caused me to feel concerned. And it's not until you say, okay, here's what I do. So you. A, have to know the things you already do. So when you say, we're going to do a rebrand for you, it's going to include blah, blah, blah. It's just it be part of your spiel, and you need to know that inside and out. I don't want to feel like you just made it up for this call to jack up the price. Mm -hmm. You follow so far? Yes. Now, is there anything else that I forgot? Uh, I, I think you also got really into scoping really fast. And we'll talk right. about that. Yeah. You tried, but maybe there's a different way. Why don't we switch roles? Okay? Okay. You can be exactly 
me as you. So you can play the exact same character as me. And I will play you as you, not as me. Okay. Just, is everybody's confused, like their heads are spinning around. <laughs> we're like, just flipping, we're just flipping. We're, we're in a flip, but I'm not gonna be able to use my team and my experience. I'm gonna pretend like I don't know anything about digital. Okay. I have to be you okay. for this to work, right? Okay, now everybody in the audience, hopefully they're like leaning in, it's like here it comes, like what are we gonna do? Because we've been in this boat before, how the heck do we get out of this boat? I know what you offer, I would speak to that. I'm not gonna pull like some ninjutsu move and it's like, oh, how, how's that gonna happen, uh. right? <laughs> Okay, so let's let's pick it up from the beginning. Here we go. Ring, ring. That's ring, your line. Ring. But okay, thank you. Hi. Hi. Oh, hi. I saw uh, your work on your site, and I really would like to do something similar to that. Wanting to rebrand my beverage company. Great. What did you see? I saw your project Cleankin. Oh, okay. Great. All right. Well, first of all, thank you for calling me. I appreciate You're it. Welcome. Thank you for taking um, my call. Let me try to understand a little bit about what we're trying to get done. Okay. Okay, so can you tell me a little bit more about what you want to do? And this part where you explain it all. Right. Okay, so we don't need to rehash that. Okay, so let me ask you a couple of questions. Okay, um, beyond just giving it a, a, a makeover, a facelift, if you will, whether it's on your logo or your packaging or the website, is there anything else that we need to do? Um, no, that's it. That's, those are the main things that I need. Okay. And now, I want to ask you this question, and if you can just take a moment to think about the answers. If we do all of this stuff, and we, if we can hit it out of the ballpark, what else could we do? Uh, well, we have other products that we're thinking of doing. Yes. Um, there's also a lot of marketing and advertising also. Oh, marketing and advertising? Okay, tell me about that. I would do a lot of social media marketing. And then we also advertise in a few magazines. Okay. Is that going well for you right now? Could we do better? I feel like we always could do better, but it's going well. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, that's usually not the answer. Okay, but that's okay. okay. Has any of kind ever told you he's doing great? Like ever all I've never asked them that. Well, you got to got to the marketing and advertising <laughs> piece. Look, trust me. Something about entrepreneurs, something about business people, we can always be doing better by a long shot. The whole reason why, I mean, they're selling already. They're going to do this national rollout, right, through Whole Foods. They didn't ask them to redo the label. That's because we could always be doing better. We, wanna, we don't want to just sell like 200%. We want to sell 800%. So, Melinda, as far as the branding is concerned, I, I, I can do that, and, and, and I think you can see it in the body of work that we're doing. We can do that. I, I need to talk to you a little bit about the website. That's a new service we're providing to our clients, and I, I need to understand a little bit more about what that's about. And in order for me to do this, I'm going to have to do some auditing. I've got to climb through your site. I've got to figure out what the heck you're doing, and I, I obviously can't do it on this first call. So what I'd like to do is just kind of float some numbers by you to kind of see what you're comfortable spending. And then I uh, will sit down with my developer and we'll figure out what we should do and how we should approach it, okay? Mm -hmm. All right. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. So for the logo and to redesign the logo and to do the labels, which I understand you have four or six different SKUs. Mm -hmm. And as long as we're not changing the design, it's just a template. 
and we're, we're changing the ingredients, and the, the specific information on illustration, should we go there? Um, I'm going to probably have to charge you somewhere around the neighborhood of $10,000 to do labels for six different SKUs. That is exclusive of any original illustration or photography because I'd have to bid that out separately. That's not something that we do. And for the logo design, it's going to be $10,000. And what that includes is logo, different configurations and lockups. You might want a horizontal one for your social media feed. You probably need a square one for the avatar and then whatever we wind up using for your labels. I will give you a full-blown style and identity guide specifying primary and secondary typefaces, primary and secondary color palettes, and we will put together a mood board and photography samples so you really get a sense of where to take this brand. Now, that's not to say that anybody can pick this up and go do that for you. And if that's something you want us to help you out with, what other print applications you might have, I'd be happy to do that. But let's table that for now if you're okay. Mm -hmm. So that's 10K to do that, 10K to do the labels. And I'm gonna tell you right now, the website, if it's just a straight up reskin, probably, probably $10,000. If it gets more involved, we're gonna do subpages, we're writing copy, it can be as much as 50K. And I hate to like tell it to you like that, it's just we don't know. And if, if you were to gun to my head right now and tell me I have to give you a number, I will bid on the high side because I don't want to go out of business because I underbid the job. It's not fair to you, it wouldn't be fair to me either. So what I want to do is we'll do a little discovery, we'll figure it out, and then we'll bid it correctly once we know what we're building. Is that okay with you? Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's 20K to do the package and the identity and somewhere between 10 to 50K to do the web. Is that something you're comfortable spending? Uh, yeah. Okay, excellent. Now, I have to ask you a couple of questions. You're obviously considering multiple vendors. How will you make the decision as to who you work with? I'm really looking at who's the best fit. And it seems that you are. <laughs> <laughs> so far. <laughs> Everyone else that we've contacted uh, hasn't explained really what everything they offer and we don't even know how much they charge, so you're okay. upfront with how much you charge and what you offer, and so. Well, that's great. That's very reassuring. I'm going to have a very good weekend knowing this. So if so, I give this proposal to you end of the week, is that okay with you? Yeah, and then what's the process from there once you give me the proposal? I give you the proposal, and you look through the milestones, the deliverables, if it all sounds good to you. What I need to do is for you to sign the, the proposal, and I need a 50% deposit to move forward and then we're off to the races. All right, sounds good. Okay, and I really appreciate you calling and reaching out and that we were able to connect. It sounds like it's a good fit. And just as an aside, I love Whole Foods. So I'm, just, I'm just thrilled to be working on this project with you. Well, we're excited too. Great, talk soon. All right. Okay, end scene, for real this time, end scene? All right, you're too agreeable. <laughs> You're just motherfucking too agreeable. What can I say? Molly's shaking her like, oh, it's you. It's you. Oh, yeah, let's get married. It's like, no, no, no. You're supposed to be a little bit tougher on me. But okay. Now I'm going to ask you some questions. I forgot. One thing I made a note here is I noticed that when you were you and I was the client, mm -hmm. you sounded like you were selling me a little bit in, in a mm -hmm. couple of instances. If you watch it back, there's things that you're justifying even though I didn't even ask. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's because I have to do all this research. I'm like, I didn't ask about your whole research. You know, you said that. So yeah. I was like, mm, is she confident? Is she, right? 
Right. Let's yeah. let's now you break down my pitch to you. Well, you did take control of the conversation. You explained what everything, what I would get for what I'm paying for, exactly what I would get. So what's included in everything. I felt that what you did have experience in, you knew what you were talking about. What you didn't have experience in, you were upfront with and said what you could offer and what we could do, what the process is and that, um, and, uh, and how you approach the whole website. I mean, you were just completely honest and upfront with what, what you could offer. Um, yeah. Okay. How did it make you feel as the client? Confident in you, like okay. that I could trust my project with you and right. that my money would be well spent. Yeah. Trust is a big thing. I'm trying to win your trust. I'm trying to talk to you as if you're my cousin or my mom I, and I wouldn't want you to waste your money. I want to be, I want to do right by you and not spend money unnecessarily. I want to make sure we achieve your goals. I, I could have sold a lot more to you, but you were so agreeable. I think I could have just <laughs> sold everything to you. And that's not reality. Typically here, I'd get into whole strategy and discovery, but that's not part of your wheelhouse yet, so I'm not going to offer up things. So did you also notice the enthusiasm difference? Mm -hmm. The I'm trying to make you feel like we're, it's going to be a great old time working together? Mm -hmm. Okay, so what could you do? And now let's be prescriptive as to how you can create that. Is it a tone? Is it the speed in which I say something? Is it the language? Is it a particular phrase? How do you achieve that in the way that you want to do it? Right, well, you're truly interested in my product. I mean, like you had mentioned about Whole Foods and you're excited about that. So I think being very specific about the things that, that excite you about working with me and my project. And, and two, just how you greeted me at the beginning and, and embrace the whole situation and the project and me and um, that whole, you know, what you had mentioned before about embracing first, I noticed that you did do that. And so I felt that um, I was heard and validated. Okay. And so, and you were consistent with that through the whole time. So you came in strong with embracing me and then you ended the same way. So there was no deviation from Everything was the same, and that builds trust as well. Yeah. So. Now, when I said before, it's like I'm flirting with you. I don't mean to like put on cheesy lines like, Melinda, that's a beautiful name. <laughs> that's super cheap. That's flattery. Or like your eyes or, you know, whatever. Like I could get lost in them. That's not the kind of flirting I'm talking about. It's just one, one simple trick is to say things with a smile. Even though they can't see you, if you say things with a smile, it comes out a little bit differently. Just give it a try, you guys. Just give it a try. See how it works? See? It's just with a little bit of a smile. Your tone changes. There's something, I think it's called like a mental self-image or something like that, mm -hmm. that when you see other people smile, you smile inside your own mind. And even though I can't see myself smiling right now, I, I could feel it and see it in my mind. Okay? And it's very different. What, are you thinking like I'm a crazy person now? <laughs> You're like, good, good. It does sound a little bizarre. They're like, woo. Okay, whatever. But yeah. I see what you mean. I know, I've, and I've noticed it about other people when I don't even see them. I'm like, she sounds like she's smiling when she talks. Yeah. But, yes, I, so I understand that. Right. Yeah. 
That's why somebody said in one of the comments, oh, Chris could sell ice to Eskimos. I don't think of myself like that, but if they think so, fine. I'm just trying to make you feel good mm -hmm. about the choice that you're going to make, right? Yes. And if you're going to part with $20,000, I want you to feel like that's a great decision. I think it's a wonderful mm -hmm. decision because there's a $20,000 space <laughs> in my pocket for your money. So that works yes. out really well. And think about it. I have a lot to be grateful for. If, you're, or if our goal is to hit $100,000 and one project comes in for 20K, I'm one-fifth of my goal just in one client. Isn't that awesome? Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's what I want to say to you guys that are tuning in. One is to be grateful. Don't take it for granted that people call you all the time with $20,000 projects that are going to go into Whole Foods and it's a cool beverage thing and you get to do a neat label. Don't take it for granted that people want to rebrand because they, they're concerned about aesthetics, things that you do really well. Acknowledge that. Acknowledge that you're a fan. Acknowledge that you shop there and eat there. And the more you're able to weave in what you heard into the conversation, subliminally, you're sending a signal to that person that I heard you, man. And I believe what you believe. I feel what you feel. We have the same values. That garners trust. T-R-U-S-T. -S it garners trust. You need more of it, and this is how you do it. Okay? Mm -hmm. All right. What I feel in my mind is what I think I just say. I'm not trying to hide that. And I think if you feel nervous, if you're trying to hide the fact that you've not done a web project before, you start getting in your head. So now, there's the mouth part that's saying this, and then there's this internal argument saying, like, will they believe that? Do they believe it to be true? There's all those kind of conflicts, and so then your face starts acting weird, and your tone changes, and you get uptight, and your jaw clenches, and you get all knotted up. I have to confess something. My confession to you guys is, I don't need this client, I don't care if I have this client, and if they pick somebody else, they've made a big mistake in their life. That's how I feel. I really do. Because I think I have so much value to give to this person, in terms of the things I've read, how many thousands of hours I've worked on my craft, how many thousands of hours I continue to learn things that are going to be a benefit to them. So go ahead, please work with the other person. Pay less money. Try to take a shortcut. And I truly believe this. If it doesn't work out, it's because you didn't pick the right partner. Okay? That, that's what I feel. So I think we need to shift the mentality towards that. And if you're not there, not to say that you can uh, puff your chest out and do this with bravado, you do need to work on yourself. You do need to watch the videos. You do need to read the books. And you have to apply what it is that you're learning. That's critical. There's a lot of people who learn things, but they never apply them. That's not going to help you with your confidence either. You can't, like I've said, hire someone else to do your push-ups for you. You've got to do the work yourself. And when you can do that, that belief, that self-confidence, it will be there, it will be real, and it will be really solid. Is this the thing that you want to talk about for this episode? Or was there something else? I think you hit on a lot of what I needed. Can we go back to what you had said about the scope of work? So I noticed that is another thing that you didn't really, you, you got the scope of work, but you did not concentrate on that. I didn't. And the reason why is I know that the price, what they're comfortable with, and I know what I need to do to be able to earn that amount of money. And I'm not going to go and overdo it in the scope. Okay. What I did was, uh, this one is very specific. Clients typically don't approach us like this. It's been some time since they've done that. So 
I'm a little bit removed from that world right now. Mm -hmm. Most of the times, what I need to do right away is to assess whether or not they can afford us beyond scope or anything else. Because if we're not in the same ballpark, I can't work with you. I'm sorry. It's not that I don't want to. It's just I have a limited amount of time, and I can only take on so many clients, and that's it. Okay, mm -hmm. And I hope for all of you guys that you do get to that point when your biggest concern is can the clients afford this gigantic fee you're going to charge because there are other clients you are going to and you can't take something for less. Doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, what else? Um, I felt like it's funny. I felt like this shifted from what I originally thought I needed. I feel I like needed. so too. But that's okay though. Well, let's go back to that. I don't want to be like a slippery smooth dude who talks you out of what you came here <laughs> for. Uh, so my other issue is then, so I define this, I guess I'm trying to think of too, just the process of like defining the scope of work. Then we go into the proposal. And then after that, I usually have a questionnaire that's tailored to branding. Either it's a questionnaire or oh, okay. I have I like a, a meeting. No, okay, okay. And so I'm, also trying to fit in like as I have these projects come up how does everything fit together everything seems like a separate puzzle piece and it's not all joining together okay I think I know what you're talking about now we're gonna go to level two or level four whatever level we were on we're gonna go up to the next level this is something you and I have not talked about nor something that I've taught you or anything like that so this is gonna be new to you now a lot of people in our community, they're struggling with just charging money for a logo design and identity design. And that's really why I wanted you here. But soon, as we spend more time with each other, you're gonna outgrow this way of thinking and selling really quickly. And the next level is to charge for discovery. And that's, I think, kind of like where we're heading into with your question, mm -hmm. okay? So here's what I want you guys to think about. If you are able to help the client solve a problem through talking, you should charge money for it. Whatever you want to call that. You can call it strategy, you can call it discovery, you can call it brand audit, you call it whatever it is that you want. And so the first thing that what you want to do is to validate that your process is worth money is to charge for it. Let's start with some nominal fee. Let's say it's $500. And for some people like, oh, I can't even get $500 for a logo. Fine. But let's assume that $500 is a nominal fee we're gonna call it discovery. We're gonna sit down with the client and we have some kind of framework we either designed, use, borrow, whatever it is, however you figure out your own framework, where you can sit down and diagnose the problem. We talked about this before mm -hmm. in terms of one of the older episodes and from, from understanding how to diagnose a problem, you can charge money for it and then you're gonna get your scope really fast. But you can't do all the scoping on the first call. First call is high level. First call is about building rapport, earning trust, demonstrating enthusiasm and passion, and that you're not a BSer and you know what you're talking about. Notice when I talked about the deliverables and how I do what I do, it's just one flow. I'm not stumbling through it, I'm not reading a script. If I don't know my own process and what I'm gonna deliver, then I'm not ready for this kind of conversation. Okay? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I, I, I almost wished that you threw a little kind of pushback here and there, but it was too smooth. My God, it was too smooth. That was the easiest sell I've ever had. That's not, that's not true, but it was right up there. My clients will push back a lot more than that. And as you level up, 
you can expect more pushback, but different kinds. So here's, you guys know what the bell curve is? The bell curve looks like this. It looks like a bell, okay? And I'm gonna say at the beginning of your career, for lower level clients, they have a lot of objections because they're cheap wankers. They really are. They don't wanna spend money. Design isn't worth anything. Uh, everybody's cheaper. They have a lot of resources. I could do it myself. They have all these. So you have those kind of objections. Somewhere in the middle where you're heading to, very few objections. I can afford it. You're not too expensive. I value my time. I value design. And I really want to do that. When you get into the six-figure engagement, you've got a whole bunch of new objections. So that's where the tough spots are. So as long as you're in the middle of that bell curve, life is good. You'll make good money. You'll make more money than you think you deserve, and that's okay. And you'll get less pushback, and it, it'll go like ball bearings. It's gonna be super duper Swiss ball bearings. That's just any kind of German ball bearings. Super smooth. Awesome. Let's get ourselves into that sweet spot. And then we'll, for a different group, we'll deal with the, once you get into the six figure range, how you're gonna overcome those objections. Now, the rest of you guys are in kind of that bottom barrel thing. You gotta get out of that. How do you get out of it? That's another episode, okay? Mm -hmm. So what we're talking about is diagnosing, spending time, but you gotta charge for it because it takes you time to go through everything. You have to understand the features and the functions of the website. You have to do some user experience design. It's getting deep now. Now what you wanna do is you want to call up a developer, several of them, ask them, look, I wanna work with you, educate me right now. How do I do this thing? Okay, we've gone over this in episodes, right? The million dollar episode, we go into deep. Just watch that episode and that'll help you out. Okay, okay so real quick. Yes? So can we just cover, in the initial call, we need to be going over the high level. Build trust, build, build rapport. Build trust, rapport. Understand that the price, the budget is where they need it to be. Okay, and then, and so by the end of the call, would you say not always we would have, we wouldn't have a scope of work for everything necessarily? No, but what you do is pretty contained, right? Yes. You know exactly what the scope of work is gonna be almost every time. Except if I'm variables. adding something new. Right, and then there's and something so new then, we punted, yeah. right? Right. We said we'll, we'll review that once we have some time to dig into it and kind of make some recommendations right. strategically what you need to do. Okay, so, so then next, it, are you suggesting that I should now charge for discovery or hold off on that with my current, with the current process right now? I don't know what if I mean. you can, I need to know what your process is like. I have no idea. Okay. And people don't, don't, don't mistake this. Asking questions like what your favorite colors are and the brands that you love, that is not discovery at all. Discovery is about helping the client realize something they didn't know. That's a whole nother yeah. ball of wax, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's get you to sell and close five to $10,000 identity design assignments with a bunch of applications attached to it and possibly a website. That's gonna take you into $100,000 mark within one or two jobs. And you go shoot right past that. Now they're, they're like, ah, I can't believe it, six figures, that's amazing. Okay, it's true, it's gonna happen. Okay? Mm -hmm. It happened for me. I was charging $5,000 websites, it's horrible. I think the next, website we got was uh, 100 grand or 80 grand or something like that. So you can go from 5,000 to 80 really fast if you learn what to do. So this is where knowledge is power. The Future is hosted by me, Chris Doe. 
The show is edited by Stuart Schuster. Big thanks to Adam Sanborn, who composed our theme song. To subscribe to The Future Podcast, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and now SoundCloud. Make sure you rate and review our episodes. Don't miss out on upcoming events, live streams, workshops, and announcements by going to thefuture.com and sign up for the newsletter link at the bottom. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Future Is Here. Thanks for listening. That's it for this episode. See you in the future.